0: Mama. Momon. Mom. Mommy. Mommy. This is Mother Mine Reflections on Our Mothers and How They've Shaped Us. 16. Anchor.
1: I can remember a brief period of time where I called her Mommy when I was really little, but at least in my memory, I think it switched to Mom pretty quickly, which I think says a lot about my mom, actually, because She was kind of no-nonsense and get things done and, you know, very organized and driven. And she was a full-time stay-at-home mom, but she really ran our house, you know, pretty efficiently. I mean, our house was always clean and seemed like she was always cleaning and teaching us to clean. And. And yet, at the same time, there was this side of her that was really fun and really tender. And I do have these very specific memories of her telling me that when she was a little girl, she, like me, loved to climb trees and pretend that there were fairies. And, you know, I can remember these very sweet conversations with her where she really engaged my imagination I have this one memory of her dancing around the kitchen and doing this, like, overly dramatic ballet and just, you know, being a total goofball. And I just remember, you know, I think I was a teenager at the time thinking, like, oh, my gosh, my mom is so weird. But really thinking back fondly on those moments like that because I think she showed me that As a mother, you can be so many things. You don't have to just be one thing. Even what the world sees you as, that's not the whole story. My dad is a cardiothoracic surgeon, and to this day in his 70s, works just crazy hours, you know, like 80 hours a week or more sometimes. And so I know my mom did a lot of the parenting without him, I think we're all close to my dad because when he was home, he was really with us. And so I think it's always been a very sweet relationship with him, which is lovely. But at the same time, the flip side of that is my mom was the one who was around for maybe, you know, a lot of the harder parts of parenting. And now that I'm a mom myself, I can really see that in a different light than I did when I was a kid I think when I was a kid, it was always like, well, my mom's the disciplinarian. She's the one that, you know, kind of runs the house and we have to answer to her. And I, of course, resented that as a child a lot, (laughs) like every kid. But I think now I appreciate just really how heroic that was. I do remember this one dinner where... My mom had made some salad, and it had sliced cucumbers in it, and I'm guessing we had probably given her a pretty rough day because I think she was kind of already on edge when she sat down to the table, but my dad, who this again was not typical for him, but he was complaining about the cucumbers because... I don't know, he doesn't like cucumbers, (laughs) which I don't think anybody knew until that meal, including my mom. And my mom just started crying. And I remember just kind of having this moment of like, oh, she feels these things just like we do when people criticize us. I remember hearing about some kids in junior high that were sexually active and about very specific things that they were doing that at the time I, you know, I was very innocent. I had not done any of that. And I was like, mom, do people really do this? And it's striking to me looking back now, realizing how comfortable I was, even though it was this very awkward thing to ask about, that sex was always something that my mom was very open about. And it was very much presented as you know, this is something really special, but, like, God made us to be sexual beings, and that's a beautiful part of what we were created to be. It was very much in that context, and my mom said that her mom did the same thing with her, and that was how she felt comfortable being able to talk about these, you know, pretty taboo topics at the time with all of us kids and give us, I think, a really healthy view of sexuality. She showed me what it was like to have a real faith where doubt and pain and lament and grace and compassion and kindness were part of that faith. Even though I certainly have had my times of, you know, kind of wrestling with my faith, she always showed me a faith that was big enough to handle those doubts. And that actually should have those doubts. That, you know, what she passed on to me is, hey, if you don't have doubts, like there's something wrong. You need to be thinking critically about these things. You need to be doing your research, your homework. Don't just take things at face value. You know, God is big enough for your doubts. Ask him your doubts. He will be big enough to answer them. And it wasn't just her saying those things. It was her really living it. And I think it's no accident that my three siblings and I We've all clung to that faith our entire lives. And during this pandemic, I created a podcast called Shelter in Place where I'm really searching for metaphorical shelter and trying to find my existential place in this world right now. And there's a lot of uncertainty with that. And I have to say one of the things that has been the most meaningful to me in that work is that my mom is one of those people in my life who listens to every episode. And I'm sure there have been times that she's heard things I've said that she doesn't agree with. But the fact that she believes in me and has continued to make me feel that has just been huge for me. I mean, I think we all kind of want our moms to believe in us.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Mother Mind. I'd like to say a huge thank you to all of our contributors. If you'd like to submit your thoughts about your mother, we'd love to hear from you. Just visit OurMothersOurselves.com. That's OurMothersOurselves.com. And click on Mother Mind for details of how to participate. There will also be a link in the show notes. I'd like to say a huge thank you to each and every one of our Kickstarter backers. Your generous contributions have made Mother Mine possible, and I am so grateful. Mother Mine is created by me, Katie Semro, and produced in conjunction with Our Mothers Ourselves. Buenas noches, mi amor. Duerme bajo el rosal con las manos.